don't know what to do. What do you mean? Like, what do we say? I don't know. Introduce yourself. You introduce yourself. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome to our podcast. True Crimes and Storytimes. I'm Michelle. I'm Kirsten. And we're back with another story time. Another story time. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> we did it at the same time. That, that was time. perfect. It really was. <laughs> our timing is on point. Man, you're not kidding. Nope. <laughs> so, I'm going to be reading stories from the subreddit. If you don't know what a subreddit is, it's from Reddit mm-hmm. called Creepy Encounters. And this is my part two of this. I had a previous episode, so if you're listening right now and you want to go listen to my previous episode, it was a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And if you like Let's Not Meet stories, I also have some of those. I like the Let's Not, we- Let's Not Meet ones. The Creepy Encounters and Let's Not Meet, pretty similar. Mm-hmm. I think Creepy Encounters can be a bit more... Um, I want to say, like, NSFW, which is not safe for work. Mm-hmm. I feel like the... So, a little bit more graphic. But I, I feel mean. like the let's not meet is more like a kind of like a what the fuck moment. Like, yeah. this happened. What the fuck? Yeah. Creepy encounters are too, though. Yeah. They're I the think same, they're, they're similar. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, let's get into it. Um, okay. Our first story is by who underscore nobody. Same right i love the name Mm -hmm. um the title is i might have a stalker and i think you tried to kidnap me today yikes also i did ask for permission to read all these stories just so you guys know good i didn't steal any stories i don't want anybody thinking i'm reading people's stories without their permission we didn't because some people are rude about that which i understand Mm because some people don't want their stories out there Mm -hmm. so we don't take credit for any of these stories. No. These are not written by us. Nope. For context, I am a 22-year-old woman. Same. No, I'm not. Never I was mind. about to say, girl, we're, <laughs> we are not 22. Never mind. We're 23. Oh, we turned man. 23 last year. I keep forgetting We're about it. to we're be 23. 24. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That makes this, me sad. Sorry. <laughs> Continue. It doesn't even make me sad. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm just riding the wave. <laughs> okay. This morning, I was waiting near, but not quite at, the bus station I always use. I was minding my business, talking to my friends via text on my phone, and regularly looking to see if my bus was coming. Suddenly, I heard someone call my name. I looked around and saw no one I knew, so I went back to what I was doing. Ten seconds later, I hear it again. This time, I noticed it was coming from a white car a few feet away from me. First red flag. I don't know anyone that owns a white car. I do. It's me. (laughs) It's you. I went to see who it was, making sure to not get too close to the car, and it was an old man that I have never seen before in my life. Hello, my name. I'm your Uber driver. I looked at him and asked him to repeat what he said because I thought I heard him wrong, but I didn't. I gave him a confused look and told him I wasn't waiting for an Uber, And when I did, he sped away. 
I didn't get the chance to check the license plate. That was scary on its own, but the worst part is that I think I have an idea who it was. Two weeks ago, I received a very, very long text message from someone I didn't have in my contacts. It started with, hello, my name. You don't know who I am, but I see your posts on Facebook every day. It detailed things I have posted on there months ago, and he also complimented really weird parts of my body. My ears, for example. He also gave me the number of moles I have on my face, which I didn't even know myself, demonstrating he had spent a long time examining me. It was obvious he was trying to be romantic, but it absolutely came out as creepy instead. I must mention, I don't have my phone number on Facebook either. I double-checked because I thought I never had register it, registered it there, and in fact, I didn't. I have no idea how or where he got it from. He had other private information that I didn't post either. He didn't reveal his name or give any information that could lead to me finding out who he was. While this was creepy, I just didn't answer and ignored it because he wasn't threatening me. I didn't consider it that serious. I still told all my friends just in case anything else happened, and nothing did, not even another text, until today. I really hope I'm just paranoid and these are two separate incidents, but I can't help but think that if this person was able to get all that information so easily, he could have gotten my home address or routes I take daily too. I have started sharing my live location at all times with my friends who are all worried about my safety since these incidents. I might go to the cops with this, but I'm not sure if they'll take me seriously. Justice is trash here anyways, so even if I did, I doubt anything would come of it. That is absolutely terrifying. I, was, I thought you were going to say that is so absolutely so true, which it is. It is true. Yep. It's like justice for people doing that is so trash. And that's oh, yeah. part of the reason why I read mm-hmm. the story. Yeah. Now I feel like I need to share my location with you. <laughs> I can Just technically share my location through Android. I know we have Android and iPhone, but you can do it with Life360. Have you ever done Oh, that? yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what I was going to say. We can all download Life360 and share our for location sure. with each other. <laughs> All right, next story. His eyes went from pure anger to dead. Dang. By six feet below. I hope you're not six feet below after this story. I feel like I'm six feet below. (laughs) Rough night. (laughs) All right. I had been dealing with harassment from a guy friend of mine, and I ended up snapping. It happened three weeks ago, Friday. I was leaving school and was in the parking lot when he ran up to me and yelled, Hey, tits. I'm just going to say right now. That is dis- motherfucker. (laughs) You deserve this. I don't know what's going to happen, but whatever. His friends started laughing and making rude gestures, so I fucking shoved him. Good for you, OP. I said that. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't expecting it and fell to the ground, where he promptly got pissed out of his mind. I don't know how to describe it, but he got a dangerous look in his eye. You know when a man's too angry to say anything and looks calm, but his eyes are filled with hatred? Literally terrifying. It was chilling. His friends laughing at him in the background, his fury that was just so silent. Then, it was like a switch flipped. His eyes went dead. I don't know how else to describe it. 
You know when you see a dead fish at the supermarket? That's what it was like. He stood up, brushed himself off, and backed me against a car. Before I could say anything, he leaned down and whispered, You're going to regret that. You're going to slip up one day, and I'll be there. And I'll teach your stupid horse self a lesson you won't forget. Don't be friends with guys. Edit. Since all the nice guys are getting offended at that last sentence because I treated him like a normal person, because when we were assigned as lab partners and I smiled and said hi, he thinks he's entitled to me, entitled to put me through horrible bullshit, to touch me and to make jokes about drugging me. Not all men. Yeah, but definitely this fucking guy. Yeah, definitely this fucking guy. For I, sure. I hate, I hate when men get so offended. Not all men. Yeah, but I don't know. If I'm walking down the street at night and there's a man, uh, yeah, I'm fucking terrified. Right. Because I don't know this guy. Right. And most men, most, I'm saying most, yeah. are fucking trash. True. We we got good ones, though. Yes. We got good ones. But, like, Thank God. I am absolutely terrified of men. Yeah. I was walking, I think I mentioned this oh, last no. week. I Sorry. was watching, walking around my neighborhood and there was a guy walking and I was mm. absolutely terrified. I don't know this man. Mm-hmm. I'll stare somebody down. I really don't care. If you're looking in my direction and you're being creepy, I'm going to just stare you down. Mm-hmm. I really don't care. Test me. Test me, bitch. <laughs> try. Go ahead and try. Sometimes I'm like that, but most um, of the time I'm like, when it comes to my kids. Oh, for sure. I'm like, fucking, da- I dare you. I yeah. fucking dare you. Okay, well, six feet below. I hope that your guy I hope you're okay. friend stays the fuck away from you because at the title i thought they literally were gonna like meant dead also um i literally had that like same stuff happen to me when i was in school because hey tits like things like that it's so rude it's not those are boys though they're not men oh yeah those yeah they're just boys boys. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. they're obviously i don't know what the fuck is wrong with them but yeah it's just why mm-hmm. next story i worked at a grocery store 15 years ago this old guy was plotting some weird shit he fucked around and found out this Fuck is by you'll find out pine underscore pitch okay after high school i moved to a bigger city for a change of pace and to scope out colleges in the area I started working at a grocery store right away. One day, this guy starts talking to me while I'm stocking milk. 70s, dressed nicely, obviously skilled at conversation. We chatted up for a while. I tell him I better get back to work and head into the cooler. Ten minutes later, he's back by the dairy with a pen and a notepad. I did not think about this till after shit got weird, but he bought that pen and paper from the store, like went up right then, paid for it, and came back. I was noticeably muscular and looked like I played sports. He said something about being a longtime member at this upscale athletic club and how he could hook me up with some day passes. That sounded cool, and I also wanted to learn racquetball, and he mentioned being a racquetball enthusiast. At this point, I think he's just an old guy whose kids have all moved away. I agree to try racquetball soon, and he jots my number down. 
I remember him going on about his connections within the university and how he was a retired assistant dean of students. He was still involved with a few campus clubs and owned a home near campus. Anyway, he calls a few days later and we set a time to go play racquetball. My roommate, who's my best friend, is like, bro, that guy might be gay. I start laughing, but he's just deadpan staring at me. I'm like, Dude, there is no way, but I'll call the guy and ask if I can bring Kristen with me. Watch, he won't care. I was wrong. I call him and ask if my girlfriend can get a day pass too, because she'd really like to see the place. He instantly turns sour and cancels the whole thing. My buddy and I joked about it for weeks after because it was just so damn weird. I eventually forgot about it. Years later, I see in the news there was a homicide and I recognize the deceased person somehow. It takes me a few minutes, but I realize it's the old racquetball guy. George Wasson was his name. He became best friends with a fellow university anthropologist and was always eager to spend time with his colleague's family, including their young son. When his colleague fell ill and abruptly passed away, leaving his 11-year-old son fatherless, George immediately started molesting him. That boy was now a man, a man who felt he had nothing to lose and two decades worth of pent-up rage. The predator's right ring finger was severed off, a symbolic statement that only the both of them would be keen to. I imagine he took it before he sunk buckshot into George's skull and set the house ablaze. And there is a link to it, by the way. Dang. And the link, he says, that was posted by the university. It's long and talks about that predator like he walks on water. But the first few paragraphs give the gist of what went down. Dang. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. That's scary. Just think, OP, he could have been trying to take advantage of you. Yeah, dude. I just, if he was an older man, though, and OP's more sporty and stuff, I don't mm-hmm. see that happening. But yeah. 11-year-old is defenseless. What What are they going to do? Yeah. You know, it's and, really sad and fucked up. And he said that he was clearly muscular, so mm-hmm. he probably could have defended himself. Oh, for sure. And he had already graduated high school, and he said he was looking for colleges. Mm-hmm. At that point, I feel like you're able to, mm-hmm. as a, you know, becoming a young man... You're able to defend yourself. Yeah. Well, OP. I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, we are too. All right. The next story is the strange nonplus kid from summer of 87 by underscore earthenware. Okay. It was the summer of 87 and I was four years old. I remember this like it happened yesterday. I, male 38, used to live in a small town in southern India in 87. The schools were shut for summer break. Me and my cousin, who'd frequent us from another city a hundred miles away, went out to play on scorching summer afternoons. We had found this massive pile of construction sand at a nearby site where we'd spend most of the time making sandcastles and such. Right next to this massive pile of sand was a large water tank built with poured concrete and filled to the brim with water. 
Me and my cousin, when we'd be bored with the sand, would sometimes sit by this large tank. It did appear to be large for us four- and six-year-olds, I think now, and look at the tadpoles, which my older cousin convinced me were small fishes. Neither of us could swim, and being cautious, even at that age, never ventured too close to the tank. That day, for some reason that I do not recall, my cousin had to head back to his home, a hundred miles away, rather abruptly, cutting short his stay with us. I, being the only child feeling lonely, with nothing else to do, decided to head to the construction sand pile. There was this other kid, a bit older than I was, who I'd never seen before. He was sitting by the water tank and chucking a piece of rope with a stick tied to one end into the water and would pull it back. I simply loved this toy he'd fashioned out of rope, plus stick, and asked him if I could join him. For sure, he said. He made up rules of a new game, rather on the spot. You sit at the other end of the tank, I'll chuck the stick end of the rope at you, holding the rope end. If you manage to catch it, then you win your turn. If it hits the water, you'll lose a point. Deal? Who could say no to this? So yeah, we started this game. I think I caught it a few times. Some other times the stick landed in the water. He was losing, and he kept shortening the throws, so that I had to keep reaching for the stick. One fateful throw, I landed in the water. It was too sudden. I didn't realize what was happening. I was inside the water, struggling to get out, trying to hold my breath, and flailing my arms. Luckily, I managed to get a hold of a rung on one of the corners of the tank and managed to climb out. The other kid was nowhere to be found. He comes back about 20 minutes or so later. Oh, you managed to come out? I looked at him fuming. Where did you get lost? I remember asking angrily. Oh, I just went to pee, he said nonchalantly. I never thought you'd make it out. The water is deep. Did you not try to find grown-ups and tell them that I was drowning? He just shrugged. For a long time, I remember this incident. Every detail, what I wore that day, except something else came to light rather unexpectedly years later when I was talking about this with my dad. Yeah, I know how it would have bothered you so much, feeling betrayed by your own cousin when you were drowning. Yeah, years later, I realized, I had processed every bit of that incident and changed one crucial aspect in my head. There was no strange kid that day. It was my own cousin. My partner in crime, every summer break, that for some reason, only known to him, decided to let me drown or fend for myself. What the heck? Yeah. And he was four? They were four and six, yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. He's just a baby. <laughs> I just a baby. <laughs> That's like barely older than Jeffrey. Yeah. And his cousin. He... That's crazy. Sorry. That's the crazy part about brains. He didn't want to blame his cousin, so he put some other kid mm-hmm. in the story in his head. But also, like... Kids don't have a, oh, what's it called? When you just think of something and you do it, even if it's wrong. Yeah. I think most kids do, though. 
when well, you're four and six I don't know years old when you start to get that ability to decide what's right and wrong like I know Jeffrey I forget what it's called and I know there's probably someone yelling at me telling me what it is sorry I'm looking up when do you know what is right I don't think I think it's at like five well then his cousin was six so he knew what he was doing right around two years old oh really children start to feel moral emotions and understand at least somewhat the difference between what's right and what's wrong Hmm. yeah i thought so i didn't think it was like five i'm thinking of impulse control that's what it is that's like 16 or older is it yes because the front of your brain the frontal lobe does not completely grow and mature until you're a certain age and that this is what causes impulsivity. This is children don't actually develop this kind of self-control until three and a half to four years of age. And yeah. then they still need a lot of help managing their emotions and impulses. That's what I'm thinking. Well, of. that's impulse. That's not knowing what's right and wrong. Yeah. I don't I don't know why I thought that was the same thing. But yeah, your the front of your brain, the frontal lobe, is what tells you and makes you understand what mm-hmm. consequences will happen if you do something mm-hmm. and it isn't fully developed until you're a certain age but still you should know not to drag your cousin into a freaking water tube and try to drown him if you're six years old yeah yeah this is the last story and the title is the time my dad was accidentally the creepy person and it kind of looks like the name is aaron that's how i want to pronounce it it's a o i r a n n Aaron, right? Something like that. All right. So, long story short, when my dad was in college, he went to a private Catholic college. However, they had shared classes with the women's Catholic college only a couple blocks away. So, my dad got done with with a class late at night, and he's walking down the sidewalk, and there's a woman in front of him. And he's tired, and he has no idea why she keeps looking back at him and walking faster. Then he realizes he's technically following a woman late at night with no one else around. So he just slowed down and gave her space as if he just stopped. That would be way worse. So if you're a woman going to St. Catherine in the late 80s and this sounds familiar, yeah, my dad apologizes for the stress. (laughs) I just thought that was kind of funny to put at the end. Kind of a little lighthearted pick you guys up Mm -hmm. after the other scary stories. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah, I thought so too. So guys, um, I'm going to put all the links in the show notes for all of the stories and give credit to all of the Reddit users Mm -hmm. that wrote these stories of their own experiences. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you haven't already, go subscribe to our Patreon, please. Link in show notes. Yep. And all of our socials as well. Yep. And I think that's really it. All right, guys. Well go listen to my episode that will be out friday yeah you can't listen to it right now but no two days it'll be released it will be out friday and it will be part two on edmund kemper so if you listen to part one we kind of stopped in the middle pick right up in part two yep and if you didn't listen to my let's not meet episode from last week it was really good it was really good so go listen to that one too all right thanks for listening guys bye bye